What's up, Soul Path? Welcome to episode six with Jamie Lena. I'm pumped for you guys to listen to this one. She's someone that has a mountain of experience with plant medicines, sacred ceremonies, rituals, and also supporting people to integrate their plant medicine experiences on the other side and how to bring all that beauty, the, the experience from indigenous lineages, and manifest a beautiful life in the modern world. So, without further ado, Check out this episode. Drop me a comment on your most valuable insight from this conversation, and I'll see you on the other side. My name is Marco Petrovic, your host, and today I've got Jamie Lena on the call. A little bit about Jamie. She's a guide for consciousness exploration, an intuitive and shamanic healer. She guides those on a healing and spiritual awakening path through private sessions, group work, and transformational adventures in Peru and India. Jamie spent the last 10 years working with Amazonian plant medicines and seven years as an energy healer. Jamie's journey began as an environmental engineer who didn't feel like she was making the impact in the world she knew she was on this planet for. So she dove deep into her own healing, moved to the Amazon for three years and traveled solo through India. In that time, Jamie started working with others to heal and evolve in their work with the plants. In her unique approach, she dives into the realm of consciousness with her clients and the plants, releases blockages and teaches clients how to bring the information and experience back with them into reality. Jamie recently returned to her birthplace of Santa Fe in the land of enchantment, where she spends her time wandering the desert with her Peruvian pup, Chirik Sanango, practicing yoga and meditation, communicating with the plants and the land, riding and renovating her home in the mountains. Jamie, welcome to the call. Yeah, thank you, Marco. It's great to be here. I'm curious, what is uh, taking up most of your attention uh, as far as the work that you're doing these days? Uh, most of my attention? Well, a lot of it feels like communicating to people who we were talking a little bit about people who go into these plant medicine experiences and how to communicate um, the process and what's opening up for them and how they can actually harness more of the learning and the transformation um, as they go and taking responsibility for, you know, this big world of consciousness that opens up. So a lot of my mm -hmm. is diving into how different people relate to the experience and how, what's a good way to, um, communicate on a broader level to a bigger audience. How would you define integration? I would define integration as bringing, bringing all sorts of pieces together into a whole. And particularly when we're talking about integration, working with plant medicines, as we are, our consciousness opens up and we go to all these different places in consciousness and other dimensions in our psyche and our emotional body and our, even in our physical body, so bringing all these pieces and threads of information that we experience back into um, the present moment, like into our lives, that we can use that wisdom. When you see people doing this effectively, in what ways do you see like, them using their wisdom, the ways that, that are manifest in their lives? So it's a huge, it's often, not always, but often working with plant medicine is a huge transformation. So their entire lives can evolve and it can be very quick to, quick and abrupt. And it can also be very slow and deep and really soul, um, soul wrenching. And, and, mm -hmm. and I see people having to dig deep into like, wow, why, why am I here? What am I doing? What is my purpose? And it takes, it can take a long time for that whole transformation to happen. Um, Cause sometimes people, have shifts in their home environment, they have shifts in their work environment, their communities, like they start to learn that maybe they don't actually operate in the best way in, in what, 
what they were, the way that they were living. Um, and so as they're doing this integration process, they're learning how they work best and then what, mm -hmm. how can they alter their reality to support them in their evolution. And it's an ongoing, lifelong learning process. When it comes to integration, the conversations come up a lot with people that I've spoken to on the podcast is, you know, not just the aftermath, but also what people are doing beforehand. And so I'm curious if you could speak to the beforehand for now and yeah. some of the most effective things that you've seen for people to be aware of and uh, perhaps bring into their lives if they're choosing to go down this path. Yeah. So as I was saying before, this whole process of transformation can start way before any sort of plant medicines, like the plant medicine experiences can be very big catalyst to move forward in, in a more rapid pace and a much mm -hmm. deeper pace as well. The transformation um, and having the skills and the tools of how to do transformational work, how to do personal development work, you know, when I work with clients, we look at how they meet stresses and challenges currently in their life and how do they manage their expectations and their disappointments. And we really get into looking at the mental layers of like how, what are their beliefs? What are their thoughts? What's going on on a daily basis as they move throughout their day? So becoming more aware of how they're interacting in the world and how they're meeting the world. Mm -hmm. And we also you know, we can also look at the emotional aspects, what patterns, what childhood wounds that might be there that they're still living out in their, their daily life. We can look at their spiritual lives and their connection to their higher self or other, you know, higher consciousness beings and looking at the physical habits, food, diet, uh, sleeping, things like that. And so having as many practices that we can before we actually get to a plant medicine ceremony can be extremely helpful and very preparatory. So, mm -hmm. you know, there's an infinite number of practices out there. You were mentioning earlier, like fasting and detox, you know, that's one way yeah. that I got into transformational work myself, actually yoga, Qigong, like anything that kind of moves energy and starts to shift the consciousness out of a certain held structure so that, you're becoming more aware of things that are outside of your reality. And, and, and it's a very much more subtle way than the plants work, but you're learning how, how it works on a, a smaller scale before there's a big jump or a big shift when, when you take plant medicine. So. Yeah, nice. I really appreciate the way that you phrased that. And I hope I caught it right. Essentially bringing these practices, the move energy outside of everyday like sense of awareness. It's a beautiful way to express it. If people are doing that, so that's a nice way for them to prepare in the lead up to some of these experiences. What's the role of intention through all of this? Yeah, intention, I feel like, you know, when I was first starting working with these medicines, there was a lot less media around it. And so there was a lot less discussion around mm -hmm. intention and why are we doing this and for me my personal journey was like there was just this call you know I had not I was on a healing path I just started a few years before so I started into these transformational practices I had a few healers I was working with and then there was this call but the call was always for the intention of healing because I had some you know I had some physical and emotional things that I'd been working on and that sure. was the call and so as we work with intention um 
in the ceremonies and in, in the experiences themselves, like there's a way to focus the energy so that as the experience unfolds, the energy and the consciousness can give you some wisdom, information, releasing of blockages around that intention. And it might not always be clear on the other side how that intention was addressed because, you know, as we know, these plants work in their own intelligence and their own ways. Mm. And when you have the, the plant consciousness meeting the human consciousness, the plant will kind of take the human consciousness into the place that needs to be seen, felt, released. And a lot of times there are themes of the intention. And sometimes you're like, I don't understand where that intention went from. Why did I even have an intention? But usually those people also come away saying, I got exactly what I need. Once it's all done. And, you know, with this podcast, like I've interviewed quite a few people that do work with plants and ceremony, but also come across like in my own work with clients, quite a number of people that might have a spontaneous awakening. I'd love to open that conversation up a little bit and ask you, for people that are in, in that situation, or perhaps people that jump into you know, maybe a 10 day silent, silent retreat or like an extended detox process that can bring about quite a bit of spiritual awakening and expose their conscious to new threads of awareness. What insight would you have for people that, that are in that situation? In a lot of ways, it can be very similar to people going through the plant medicine experiences. So something has happened spontaneously or it could have been through a, a certain major life event, near-death experiences, the death of a loved one, like all sorts of things. And so having this experience where your, your reality is completely shattered, right? Everything that you thought you knew has disappeared. And then that coming back, that process of integration and coming back, whether it's with the plants or some other spontaneous awakening, um, it requires a lot of support uh, and process, you know, so the, the support, you know, ideally external from somebody else who knows how to go there and who has been in those experiences themselves sure. and can support the, you know, I think a lot of people question, like, did that actually really happen to me? Am I crazy? Am I going psychotic? But it can support the extremity the, the extreme range of what can actually happen and what people can experience feel see sense mm. and normalizing it in a way that's like yeah that's real that's really what happened to you not making them crazy for it or you know that basic yeah. level of human understanding because these aren't things that people normally talk about right yeah i still tell some of my stories you know this is in plant medicines but there's so many stories that we don't share and talk about because they're so far out of the norm mm. and finding people that are able to hold space for that and to be able to continue bringing those threads of wisdom through. And another way I work with clients in integration is like forms of expression, whether that be writing, art, dance, mm. music, something that's bringing it out into a physical form so that you know that information is then moving through your consciousness and you can see it and you understand it in a different way and you might have a meaning or you might have another memory that comes with it so it's like connecting all the dots and they won't all be connected but connecting some of the dots to give you a sense of um, like comfort and safety mm -hmm. in some ways and you know, as we talked earlier about some energetic practices so people who have those types of awakenings as well like 
getting into understanding how the human energy field works um, and how to move the energy and how it interacts with the energy around uh, in the environment is super important to help yeah. stabilize. Yeah, and, and that would be the other thing would be the grounding because, you know, with plant medicines and also spontaneous awakenings, there's so much expansion, like mm -hmm. the coming back requires a lot of like rest, grounding, um, more yen activities. Within this theme of support that you spoke about, uh, what's the role of community? Mm -hmm. It depends upon the person, what the person needs. Some of us need a lot more reflection than others. Um, and like I was saying before, some, a lot of us need a lot more normalization of like, oh, I had this crazy experience and then I, you know, somebody else has something slightly similar and it gives them a little bit more permission to dive in. Whereas before they could kind of keep it to the side. So having community that has had some sort of spiritual awakening or plant medicine experience is super valuable. Um, most of my clients and in you know, my work for myself, when we don't have that community, it can be extremely isolating. Mm. And you know, some some have delved really deep into the esoteric readings and traditions and, and made a lot of meaning and sense out of it there um which can be helpful but it's also you know very healing in a way to have that human resonance and heart connection really seeing that this person has had a very profound experience for people who have uh, find themselves in the modern world like you mentioned that in your journey you went and spent three years in the jungle initially it was traveling down there for you know, a month or two at a time. Got and it. then after, I think maybe five, six trips, then I ended up staying. For you, when you were traveling back and forth and then coming, coming back to the modern world, how was that experience and how did you navigate through it? On a personal journey, it was pretty hard. Um, I didn't really have the community and support. Very few people I even told knew what I was doing. Like some of them had just never heard of it. I did have a a kind of a counselor or therapist. It wasn't a, a licensed therapist, but it was a counselor. And she was able to help me walk through some of the spiritual processes. But I had to see, I did seek out a lot of things on my own. I got into yoga and other energetic practices. And I did do a lot of reading. And eventually I built community. But that's part of the reason I ended up staying in Peru for so long was because I needed to be around that type of community. And I think yeah. now it's, it's, it's really changing because there's so many more people that are taking the leap into this world. And so that people are around, there are integration circles, there's groups, support groups um, that can really help ground and balance people out. Mm. So we've been through the before, spoken a little, a little bit in terms of what's valuable for people to do afterwards. I'm curious with the work that you do with clients, is there like a set process that you walk, walk people through or what does that look like when you're working with people on the other side of these experiences? It's pretty unique to the individual. Yes, there's kind of a process, but the actual information and the learning and evolution for each client is very unique. You know, so it gives them a lot of space to share and explore what what it was that they actually saw and happened and experienced and which what wisdom they're bringing back and sometimes we revisit some of the things that happen because there's like a you know like a deeper level that they know or i intuitively know that there's there to explore 
And so we can go into their energy fields and kind of help uh, see what was there and what they may have been touching on, or we might actually revisit a whole experience they may have had in a medicine ceremony so that, you know, they can better understand what they went through because you know mm -hmm. sometimes we come out of these experiences like i don't know what happened i remember this tiny little piece and this tiny little piece and and sometimes it's useful to actually go back and revisit some of those things another thing is um, having them be aware of how they feel different so noticing their own interactions with society and reality um, their own changes in thought patterns and beliefs their own emotional states their sensations because a lot of times everything has shifted and sometimes it's like, I don't know, it's shifted. I just feel amazing or I feel confused or I mean, there's sometimes a blanket explanation and helping people get in a little deeper to start to notice the more subtle um, changes because that also mm -hmm. helps them integrate and embody. Oh, that shifted. Oh, that shifted. It can help them then bring it through their consciousness on a more stable level. And so, you know, each person, we kind of go through these things at differing times. We also bring through visions or, you know, a lot of people get places in the future or things or projects or desires or passions, you know, that come through. And so we try to bring that into a more tangible form. And a lot of times that can also come through expression mm -hmm. and journaling and art or music. And when they're already setting some sort of external actions in the world, you know, and they, they might not be ready for a while and, and yeah. that's fine because these things evolve, but when they feel ready, they might want to take like a step of like, Oh yeah, I did really want to like, you know, pick up the paintbrush again. You know, I haven't done that in mm -hmm. 20 years or, you know, I had this crazy idea about this project I wanted to work on, you know, in this other part of the world, like maybe I should reach out to somebody mm. over there. So just creating like actions, supported actions that they can take to also bring those visions and those passions and their desires out into the their reality and the world that they're living in now. It sounds like extremely thorough and, and holistic, the work that you're doing. For situations where perhaps someone's wanting to go through this process by themselves, or perhaps not in a situation to fund you know working with a therapist or a healer or something like that is there like some basic stuff that you you know what like if you weren't in a position to do all these things here's like a few simple basic things that if you did this it would support you in a big way yeah i would say one thing that's really simple that brings a lot of information is journaling writing out thoughts feelings experiences emotions visions before after you know the whole thing that's super simple mm -hmm. um some form of body awareness or breath work super simple like learning to focus on the inhale and the exhale allowing the the breath into the body and back out and bringing that awareness because when you are in a plant medicine experience you know it's have mind body separate you can have them you know it, you can transform in very many different ways and having that ability as a tool to go back to the breath to come back to the body come back to regulating the nervous system very simple and then you know even if they're not able to find healing therapy anything like that having a 
way or a support person around uh, emotional processes. Not everybody likes to do this, but I find it extremely helpful where they have a safe person, you know, or it could be through journaling as well, where mm -hmm. they can just freely express the emotions if they need to, or just be in the emotion and not have to put on any sort of like mask to be somebody different. Like very valuable. And it can be, you know, a best friend, it could be a, your dog, you could be, you know, the tree outside, right? Where you go and you yeah. have a place to feel safe and be in your emotion. I've come across a few situations where people have kind of just found themselves in that situation, feeling very alone or for whatever reason in this journey and find there's a lot of value for them in those kinds of practices. So a question that I've been, been asking quite a bit that I'm curious to hear your perspective on is, is there such a thing as doing too much of this work? And if there is, what would be some valuable flags of awareness for people, people to be aware mm -hmm. of? Yeah, it's a very good question. I think it's very individual. Of course, you know, when we get into this work, a lot of us think we can handle more, more, more all the time. Like mm. not everybody, some people are very cautious or not cautious, but like, no, I need to take a break. They're much more aware of when they need to take a break, but we can kind of get sometimes um, in this cycle of, you know, not quite integrating or understanding what has happened. And so the answer is then, okay, we want more. Okay, we want more. And, you know, unfortunately what happens is that each time we go through a plant medicine experience, there's a ton of information, a ton of wisdom. And if we don't have the integration and we don't have the awareness and I'm going to use the word training. It's not quite the right word, but mm -hmm. the, um, the learning to gather and extract all of that information is like we can kind of just cycle and keep losing information and losing information. And it can be, it can be very hard on the body. I'm sure you've seen this before. We're getting you know, really tired, nutrients depleted, yeah. like people are ungrounded. They're not able to sleep or get into different states of, worry, fear, anxiety, or they could be the opposite. I mean, they could be totally in bliss or joy. And, but those aren't people that are usually going to have to have more and more and more. It's usually the people who get kind of stuck in these cycles of challenging emotions or challenging mm -hmm. physical experiences. And um, I would say that a lot of times what's needed is extra attention and extra focus on what is happening. Um, not to say that plant medicine experiences can't provide that, but to be careful and watching the, the, the constant seeking for the answer without taking a pause and resting and really resetting the whole system, resetting the nervous system, the, the body, the, the mind. When you say paying extra attention on what's happening, can you speak a little bit more to that? Yeah, this is where the integration practices can be very helpful with the mm -hmm. um, forms of expression the energetic practices, keeping things moving forward. So getting really curious, you know, like, oh yeah, I'm really stuck. I'm really anxious. You know, what is, what is this anxiety about? You know, where is mm -hmm. it coming from? Is this familiar? Like, you know, getting very curious about the experience because it has a lot of information. A lot of it stems from childhood for most people or from, you know, generational experiences. And they're just reliving them. And so that's what I mean by like getting 
getting curious and is there anything that we haven't spoken to that you feel it would be really valuable for someone someone listening to consider or to be aware of yeah yeah i'm one thing that comes up is you know this choice to step into these plant medicine experiences it does come with a responsibility like as we move into these big open spaces of consciousness these awakenings looking for healing there's a lot that can come through on a physical emotional mental spiritual every level and so with that responsibility you know even if it's doing it yourself or if you have a support system or an integration therapist you work with understanding that you are in a process and it's it's going to take some attention and time and it's going to be uncomfortable at times and it's going to suck and you're going to that's part of it that's part of it um and i guess another thing would be you know developing um your own relationship with how you work with these plants i think people who are coming into this work that are newer can get caught up in what it's supposed to look like or what so-and-so's experience is like and just Mm -hmm. remembering that like you have a very unique consciousness and the plants are gonna work with your consciousness in a very unique way and everything is happening just for the right reasons as it should and if you know someone on the other side of the room is having a beautiful blissful experience and you're over here you know very miserable like that's part of it um and to just keep trusting and and to be aware of uh, your own relationship with the plant because it's like having a relationship you know with anything else you know in this world it's a little different because it's you know coming in at a deeper level of consciousness but it's a relationship and your unique way of communicating um, with that plant you know could be through images or sounds or voices or it could just be like all of a sudden you're you're just dissolved into that consciousness and there is no separation between you and the plant Um, Mm -hmm. I think just reminding people that uh, everything and anything is possible and to not discredit or um, devalue what you experience there's not a better experience than somebody else yeah nice mm. that's a nice one and you mentioned that you're curious to speak a little bit about the importance of becoming a navigator of your own consciousness and so I'd love if we could explore that that conversation a little bit and what you mean by that. Yeah. I mean, kind of is a theme of some of the things we've talked about already. Um, you know, as we expand into altered states of consciousness, like we're gathering a lot of information and um, I use the word responsibility, a responsibility of how to integrate and bring that information back. Um, and weaving these these threads of wisdom, you know, through all sorts of dimensions and aspects of consciousness, um, to interconnect these realities for your present reality. So, learning to navigate um, your consciousness is just developing that ability and being aware of like that that is what you are doing. Um, you know, because I think this isn't always common but sometimes people get into this like 
state in life and also with the plant medicines that something's being done to them. Um, mm. And, you know, I just want to shift that frame into like, you know, you're actually in a collaboration and you're in a co-creative experience. And that actually brings a more feeling of more like empowerment because um, we don't really want to have this super unequal power dy dynamic. You want people to feel like they are empowered um, in their own experience. And that's not to say that they want to try to like control the experience because as any of us who've been in those experiences may have tried that, it, we know it doesn't, doesn't work. Um, <laughs> but just to feel like it's a, it's a co-creative experience, you know, and many times we understand or we feel like we're navigating with the plant consciousness in a very fluid way. And sometimes we have to just throw everything out the window. Um, everything we thought we knew um, mm. is gone because now it's whatever, the next transformation, the next initiation, the next paradigm shift, you know, and I think some traditions, you know, kind of see that as a, a spiritual crisis where it's like, again, everything just dissolves and you're left with, I don't know where I am, but I'm yeah. here to learn. And so there's a humility that, that also comes with that of being able to let go, um, constantly letting go, letting go, letting go and relearning, which is empowering. Mm. And so that learning that process of being able to do, to do both. What about this other aspect that, um, that was mentioned? I'm curious to know uh, if, you, if you could expand on this one more. And I'm, I'm sure there may might be some overlay, but nonetheless, you mentioned you know, this journey of how to become one's own shamanic healer and crafting a toolbox of integration practices. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, it's this the process of bringing this information back. So through the integration process, you learn a lot about how you work already. Like we inherently, our consciousnesses all work differently. And so by learning and seeing how you're bringing information back, how you're, because um, there's often like these layers, you know, layers and layers. So our consciousness can layer certain beliefs, thoughts, emotions over an experience. And so mm. to be able to see that helps us be able to release them as well. So the more awareness you can see with, the more you can release and, and the work that, I often do with clients is getting in an emotional level on the, on the energetic level and kind of pointing out, Hey, do you notice this over here? Or Hey, do you notice this over here? And so then clients are like, Oh yeah, I do. I am more aware of that. And we talked about earlier, you know, if they don't have, you know, external support for whatever reason, they can do this process on their own through some, some expression, self-reflection, journaling, whatever it might be, because, the more that you have someone else or you can see for yourself the the details the more information you have going forward in life and the more information mm -hmm. you have going forward into another plant medicine experience and then the the integration kind of like toolbox is just finding the the practices that really light you up or really you get a lot out of you know whether it be you know, energetic practices like Qigong, yoga, whatever, breath work, 
mm -hmm. um, dancing, art. So it's like making sure, because some people kind of get stuck in one or some people have a hard time because sometimes people aren't familiar with these practices. And so actually getting them to take the leap into trying something new just keep get keep people trying different ways of yeah bringing more information through and i think that that is a big part of it you know especially for people returning back to like a modern society and go back to jobs and work in the cities yeah. and you know it's hard to find time to like go dancing or go to a yoga class or um sit down and write or get on your guitar and play a song but how important that those pieces are to to bring all of the the wisdom yeah. back into your being yeah. yeah and i've got a follow-on question which i'd love to hear your perspective on as someone goes along this journey and develops you know as a like a toolbox of you know processes and practices that they can work with is there like is it achievable for someone to get to a point where there's no like long drawn out integration process but rather that you know like something happens in the ceremony and like things click into place by the end of the night or the end of the, the mm -hmm. dieta or whatever they may be going through. Is that a possibility? Yeah, definitely. Yes, I think so. I think that's probably happening for people, you know, in their first ceremonies as well. So my understanding and belief is that the plants are working um, on your consciousness at every level. So physical, mm -hmm. emotional, spiritual, mental, multi-dimensional all the time like i mean we've heard so many things about how you know these plants get in and alter our dna so these plants are working multi-dimensionally all through your consciousness and you might only be aware of one thing you might be in an emotional process or you might have a memory or you might be out in another dimension having a conversation with some other beings right but the other the other things through these other levels are happening at the same time. And so I do think as you moving, you know, down this path, you have more ability to, I don't know, embody more of what's happening. And it doesn't mean you have to be aware of it all because you might not be aware of it all, but there's a way that you have um, an ability to, I don't I guess it's just an integration, have an ability to bring that into your life. And we have these experiences, and I'm sure you've, you've had this experience where sometimes after a medicine ceremony, you just completely notice, I, I just feel different, right? Mm -hmm. And so that process of, you know, there's both this natural innate integration, and then there's that process of like, actually, I want to investigate this more, or this is still a process you know that's calling me um so it's like a balance of both trusting the innate integration process and then taking some responsibility to dive into seeing some things that you might not have seen during the ceremony yeah. that could actually help you in, in in your daily life and with your visions and your goals and desires and yeah, i feel like that's a really beautiful way to cap it off but just before we do I'd love to open it to you one more time and ask, is there anything else that you feel is super important for people to be aware of? Something that's on your heart at present that you'd love to share? Mm, good question. I think what's, what's on my heart at the moment is uh, the consciousness of these beings, these plants, 
like they are sentient beings like they have you know they're here to teach and guide and care and love and sometimes there's this you know consumption or consumer behavior with plant medicines with with anything right mm -hmm. like we have you know spiritual consumerism as well but just remembering like that these these are beings too and they have such depth of heart and intelligence and they're wanting to share um, their wisdom with us humans that they want to see us grow evolve um, and they don't they don't really want to see us suffering all the time and then that being said i would also share that you know trusting your own self and your own intuition and feeling the call to work with these plants as well as you know in the process in the ceremonial process like trust trust yourself trust the plants it's a really important relationship that can be really profound uh, and help you a lot in the healing and in the, the awakening and the transformation i feel that theme of trust is a beautiful guiding pillar for people to kind of take home and to complete this interview with and so I'd love to just uh, give you the opportunity to let people know uh, where can they find, find you and find out about your work and what's the best way for them to reach you? Yeah, my, I think the best way would be to just go to my website and it's my name, which is J-A-I-M-E-L-E-H-N-E-R.com. And there is just some information about um, my work with clients and the work with the plants and the energetic healing processes and my own journey, a little bit about my own journey. Beautiful. Yeah. Jamie, thank you so much for your time, your effort, um, the journey that you've been on that's allowed you to share all this information with us. Yeah. Thank you for, for bringing this all together. This is amazing. So. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning into episode six. Trust you enjoyed it. As always, please share this with someone that you know can get value from this, that can be supported on their journey. Love to grow the community here at Soul Path. And with that being said, I'll see you for episode seven.